all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew, and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats Studio. Use promo code OVERTIME in the Vivid Seats mobile app to save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. So the Saints are able to win another game in this one, moving to 5-1 on the season. 4-0 with Teddy Bridgewater as a starter. They're able to basically gut this one out 13-6 with a great effort by their defense you saw some great play by a lot of guys you saw the main guys step up and honestly it's just another way that the saints were able to win in this one when you're able to win in so many different ways that can only help you in the long run and i think this will definitely help the saints with this game they're able to basically shut down gardner Minshew. he only had like 160 yards passing a pick no touchdowns no one scored a touchdown honestly Really nice effort by the Saints team, and you got to give them a lot of credit because they were able to, to me, look, I know the Saints, they didn't score, they only scored one touchdown, and they didn't score many touchdowns, obviously, but they would have had a second touchdown if they didn't let the time run out. That would have been 20-6, to and then really, after that, they just had a few missed opportunities that I think it was really because of the play of Teddy Bridgewater, which we'll obviously get into a little later, but honestly, another way that the Saints were able to get this win, and honestly, coming back, probably you're thinking one to two more weeks without Drew Brees, and then this team's ready to go, and with Drew Brees coming back, that's a really elevated QB play, and there's nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. He's done an amazing job in Brees' absence, but right now, when you're looking at it, you would love to have Bridgewater come in here as your backup, Breeze is your starter, and then you're back to normal and the way you were, and that's really what you want from this Saints team. But let's start off with our notes, then we're going to go to our intriguing matchups, then our group-by-group group preview. So starting off with our notes here, as I said before, the Saints did win 13-6. to The Saints moved to 5-1, 4-0 with Teddy Bridgewater, as I said, and... Now, when you're looking at it, the Saints are able to really control this game here. That's really big. They were able to win the turnover battle. They were able to win the yards battle, possession battle, first downs battle. They all won. They had more rushing yards, and they had more passing yards. Really, overall, I felt like they were able to control this game. It just never felt like a point in the game where the Saints were actually going to lose this game, even though it was a close game throughout, for sure. And there were points where the Jaguars definitely could have took leads and stuff. But the Saints defense was just in control the whole game. And you got to give them a lot of credit because they were able to do a lot here. Cam Jordan had two sacks and he was the really only person with a sack. But I think this whole defensive line played very well. But Cam Jordan coming in clutch. Mike Thomas, eight catches for 89 yards. No touchdown, but he was able to make some big catches in big situations, especially in the Saints touchdown drives, the ending drive, and then also their field goal drives. They were I, I like Mike Thomas was able to facilitate this offense here and help Teddy Bridgewater a ton out in this game. Jared Cook with his second TD, that was really big. And then the Saints were able to hold Minshew to just 163 yards and one interception. That's huge, especially how good he was playing. When looking at Fournette, he had less than four yards of carry, three and a half, I believe, and they were able to just stop him in full. So I think that was really big to see that the Saints were able to stop Fournette, Minshew, and really this whole offense. G.J. Sharp did nothing. It was really there. And also, the Saints were only one for three in the red zone, but one of those was at the end of the game. That still counted as a red zone attempt, even though the time just ran out. So really one for two 
that one red zone appearance where they got the ball to like the five, you got to score there. And the same, and you got to look at Teddy Bridgewater for not making a few passes that he should have made that should have been touchdown. So to me, that's kind of just those opportunities missed that maybe Drew Brees hits, but Bridgewater doesn't. And I think that's kind of what it is there. They weren't awful in third down efficiency. Five for 13 is not awful. The Jaguars were worse. And overall, I really like what the Saints were able to do moving the ball, but they weren't able to really... When they got past the 50, it's, it's usually they stall out with Bridgewater at like the 20 in the red zone. But they really stalled out around the 50 and maybe a little to the 40. They were moving the ball to that point. I don't think they went three and out. I think they only went three and out like once or not, no times. So they were able to move the ball. It's just they weren't able to put the ball in the end zone again. And they weren't able to put the ball through the field goal for most of the game f- through the goalpost. And that's kind of just why it's very low scoring. I think it would have been at least 16 to 6 maybe 26. So I think this offense did play good enough, especially in the second half. They did play much better and they played a really good brand of football where they were able to, obviously the defense was starring the show, but they were able to stay on the field a long time, get down, score touchdowns, points, field goals, and they were able to do a really good job there. So I think that's going to do it for our notes. But the Saints, to me, overall, they were able to just control this game. And on the road, this is a game that, look, it's not obviously the prettiest game, but they were able to gut it out and get this win. So I think that's really what you're looking at there before we move over to our intriguing matchups we are going to take a quick break you are listening to the who Dat discussion podcast welcome back into the who Dat discussion and now we are going to get to our intriguing matchups and our first matchup is alvin kamara versus their linebackers or really just their front seven last week Kristen McCaffrey ran all over the jaguars but alvin kamara comes into this game a little banged up a little injured only gets 18 touches in this one so really it was a limited I wouldn't say Kamara was limited but he was definitely a little less than he usually is so that means Murray had to step up and he did really nice game by Murray we'll get into that later but Alvin Kamara he was kind of shut down in this one especially this was this reminded me of Alvin Kamara's performance against the Cowboys maybe a little better in this game but what he did last year against the Cowboys reminded me of this game just a little bit because he did get seven catches but only 35 yards and his 11 carries only went for 31 yards no touchdowns and to me, Kamara did look just a little off today. And whatever you want to put that towards the injury, some good game planning by the Jaguars, Kamara just did not look the same. Explosiveness wasn't there. They were able to make tackles against him. And to me, like, if he was getting that explosiveness and then he would just get cut down after three yards on a run, that's just, look, it's not where you really want Kamara to be in this point. Kamara, last two weeks, hasn't really been that big. So I'm hoping that he gets healthy for next week and they're, he, they're able to pound it down Chicago's throat and they're going to need to. So I think... When looking at it, that was definitely a matchup to be looking at here. And Kamara, look, I'm not going to say he won this matchup. He did enough for the Saints to win, obviously. But you got to give credit to the Jaguars for really stopping Alvin Kamara. And he, look, they, they had Saints had to turn to other guys, and they did. Murray did a really good job. He was the leading rusher with 5.5 yards of carry. He had three catches for 35 yards. Would have had a touchdown if it wasn't for a questionable holding call. That's kind of just what it is. To me, a really good job by Murray to kind of pick up Kamara's slack. And when you put it together, it's not as bad. But again, I just really would like the Saints to definitely get Kamara going, especially with that injury. If he can get healthy, that's the main thing for the Saints. If he can get fully healthy, 100%, and I think that could really bring the Saints a long way. But really nice job for Murray in some in Kamara's absence, and I think really good job there. Moving over to our second intriguing matchup is Leonard Fournette versus our front seven here and our defensive line. And they were able to just do a really good job against Fournette. Fournette ended up with 20 carries for 72 yards and a 
yards per carry clip. And look, that's not bad. That's pretty good, but it's not what he was doing before. He was putting up over 100 yards every single game here, and I think that was just a really good job to stop him, and it showed a lot from this team. They were able to basically stop their whole run, and then they made Minshew pass, and they stopped Minshew, and they were able to do a really good job. Overall, they were 3.1 yards per attempt. This is where you just want to be. This Saints defense is playing so good right now. Fournette wasn't really a problem for them. Yes, did he have some big runs? Yes. But it wasn't anything huge. I think his long was 16. That's not like the biggest. It wasn't like any drive killers. Overall, just a really good job. They got no one else going. And honestly, with them able to stop Fournette getting into second and eight, second and seven, second and nines, then you're not really getting in a rhythm as an offense. And they were able to do that. So really good job by the Saints there. Out of the passing game, Fournette did have six catches for 46 yards, but again, nothing big. His long was only 10 yards. That's kind of just what you're looking at here. Nothing bad here, and I really like the way the Saints were able to stop Fournette. People thought this would be the game. The Saints give up 100 yards to a running back. Fournette's coming in hot, and nope, he, the Saints are able to stop him. Really good job by the Saints to stop a really good running back after a sophomore slump. He's having a third year kind of jump here and he's been very good but this game just not a factor really in this game so our last intriguing matchup is going to be mike thomas versus aj boye it would have been against jalen ramsey but jalen ramsey was out and after another i don't know if he's ready not ready just sitting out but he was out in this one and mike thomas did a really good job against aj boye eight catches on 12 targets 89 yards no touchdowns but he should have had a touchdown he did like a fake screen on like the two yard line they always do that shield screen and then but they faked it and went out and teddy missed that throw really badly and he's got to make that so it is what it is but mike thomas could have had a touchdown here and he was able to just move the ball when the saints needed the most third and fives he was able to be there second and sixes out 30 they were able to push it down the field with him no big plays but he was there when the saints needed it most his sure hands were there when the saints needed a clutch play they turned to michael thomas and michael thomas did his job in this one you want to call it a quiet game for michael thomas fine but that's he catches for 90 yards is no <laughs> by any means quiet so that's just what I'm thinking here with Mike Thomas. He's been able to do a really good job with this new contract. He's been really the Saints' best offensive weapon to this point, him and Kamara. So you got to give him a lot of credit there, and he was able to really be the guy that the Saints were looking towards. Today, A.J. Boye did – look, he's a great cornerback, A.J. Boye, but he was, he's no match for Michael Thomas. And when you're bringing back Jalen Ramsey, maybe the matchup would have been a little different. But overall, I think Michael Thomas has really taken the next step, and he's been really good this year for the Saints, so you got to give them a lot of credit there. So I think that's going to wrap up our intriguing matchups, and we're going to move over to our group-by-group group recap here as, look, this game's going to be, I think, a very interesting one to grade because, to me, even though you only put up 13 points, I think when you're looking at the stats, stats say a little different than the score. I think the Saints could have put up 20. I think they should have put up 20 points if they were going to score that final touchdown. And then also... There were some missed opportunities where you could have put up even more points because they were able to move the ball down the field. But let's start off with the quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater. And I'm going to give him a C here. Really, not that good of a game from Teddy. He was, if you look at the stats, they don't look that bad. He was 24-36, 240 yards, and a touchdown. He did get sacked three times, and I think most of those sacks were covered sacks. Hate to break it to people that, oh, the O-line didn't play well. He, when he was trying to throw the ball deep, he was waiting, 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 and didn't want to throw it, and then he got sacked. That's going to happen when you do such things like that. And to me, he didn't play bad. He was basically a game manager in this one. He was able to make some throws when he, they needed to, but he missed on critical throws. 
Not throwing the deep ball and then getting sacked. That's A. Missing a touchdown throw to Michael Thomas. That's B. He did have a really good touchdown throw to Jared Cook. That was an amazing throw, and that was his best throw of the day, and that's when they needed him most, and it was a clutch play for sure by Teddy. But overall, they weren't able to make some big plays when they needed to. A couple plays got called back because of penalties and drop, and like it was a low throw on Ginn. That could have been a big play that moved it forward. Overall, when the Saints needed to make plays most, it was a third down. He overthrew Mike Thomas. He really in this game was just off. I think that was because of he was off because of a rhythm. He was off, wasn't planting his feet sometimes correctly. And overall, it just wasn't his best match. C, could it be worse? Yes. Could he get could he have gotten an F or D? Yes. And he did enough for the Saints to win for sure. But you would really like him. He definitely took a step backward from last week, and you would really like him to keep on doing what he did last week and just wasn't able to do that. If he ends up scoring that last touchdown, maybe people say a lot of things differently. But Right now, he was able to make the clutch plays when needed to. He was able to win the game for the Saints, and he was able to make some big throws when needed to. But overall, he missed some huge opportunities for the Saints to score and open it up. And he hit those opportunities last week, doesn't hit them this week, and that's why the Saints played a really close game, and that's why he was apologizing to Dennis Allen because, look, the Saints defense played amazing, but they were definitely their backs were against the wall for most of this game. So Bridgewater does enough to win this game and definitely does enough to basically just keep the line moving, keep everything moving, keep the momentum moving, but he didn't lose in the game for by any means, but he just hasn't been able to take shots down the field, he's missed some th- short throws, which he usually doesn't miss today, and that would have been touchdowns and first downs, and overall it just seemed a little off, very up and down, reminding me, not, I guess more of the Dallas game obviously than the game against Tampa Bay, but it reminded me a little of the Seahawks game, and they just didn't have obviously the defensive score and the score by the special team, so that's kind of just what I was looking for. It wasn't his worst performance, but definitely wasn't his best. And the Saints really weren't able to really establish that run until late. When the Saints were able to establish the run, Bridgewater looked much better. When the Saints in the first half weren't able to establish the run, Bridgewater looked worse. So I'm going to leave that out there with Bridgewater, but Saints in the future, especially against next week on the road, establish the run, play the field position game, and hopefully get that win in Chicago. It's going to be a tough place to play, but it probably won't be that cold. So I think really overall, the Saints definitely are coming in here hot. They know how to win games, and they win games in all different sorts of ways. That's going to be good for next week. But back to Bridgewater, I think Bridgewater, he's a player that's going to come up here and I think do a good job, be a game manager. And if he throws for games like he does against Tampa Bay, that's great. But I'm not going to say this was his norm, but I think that's probably closer. This is probably closer to his norm than that game against Tampa Bay. And that it really is what it is here. I think, look, if you're going to put him as a starter, if he goes 6-0, and you got to at least try him as a starter after Drew Brees because that's really good. And going 6-0 and as a starter means something. He's going to get money from somewhere, you know. And I think if it's with the Saints with another team, look, if he can just give the Saints a few more victories, let's say last week's his final week and they win, and he goes 5-0 and then Brees is coming back against the Cardinals and they go into the bye and everything's going good, you're like, Bridgewater's doing amazing. Good for him. He did, did his job to the fullest. But let's say they lose this week. Maybe they don't start breezing next week. And let's say they slip up against the Cardinals. Not as good. But we'll get into that in the weeks coming. But overall, Bridgewater didn't do anything to lose. But didn't do anything to win, I think, fully than more than other players helping him. So he made some nice plays. Made some clutch plays when needed to be. But overall, see overall in this one. So moving over to our skill position players. I'm going to give him a B+. I think the Saints were able to do really good things with these skill position players. Murray was the leading rusher on only 8 carries, 5.5 yards per carry there. And he was able to pick up 3 catches for 35 yards. 
Jared Cook with the biggest touchdown of the game, the only touchdown of the game, three catches, 37 yards and a touchdown. If Jared Cook could do that every game, we're looking at a player with 50 catches with like 600, 700 yards and then like eight, 10, eight to 10 touchdowns. That's what we brought Jared Cook to do. If he could have games like this, this is why the Saints brought him in. Textbook Jared Cook game. And now he's really starting to bring it on. This is what the Saints really needed from him. Michael Thomas was as always good. Kamara, this is why they're not going to get in really an A. Kamara really was below average. And that's why you're going to get moved down. But Ted Ginn had a few big catches. And really, when you're looking at it, the Saints were able to have a lot of guys involved. Taysom Hill had a huge, huge third down and six rush to get the Saints in that touchdown drive to get them and pick up the first down. Had a really big game there. Honestly, this was just a really good game. A lot of guys got involved. And I think the skill position players did play really good. They helped guys out when they were down like Murray did with Kamara. And I think this was just what you wanted to see from the Saints skill position players. But just one more thing. I did see a few drops this week and a few drops the last week. I think the Saints just got to get that kind of recovered, get that fixed, and then we'll be fine. But a few drops last week led to a pick, a drop this week by Ted Ginn. Just, you got to get these things fixed. And look, it wasn't a big outcome to the game, but got to help the Saints win by a larger margin for sure. So I think just get those things fixed. And I think that's really good. But I just want to add that one more thing before we move over to our all-offensive line. But I think overall, this skill position group did play very well. So, moving over to the O-line here, and again, I think a few of the... They did give up three sacks, which is not good, but in those three sacks, you kind of have some leeway because I think Bridgewater, two of those three sacks were on Bridgewater. Just he's holding the ball for way too long, trying to throw the deep ball, trying to pull the trigger, and then he just doesn't. Someone's got to pull that trigger, and I think that's going to hurt the whole team. These three sacks, look, they weren't in huge situations. They weren't in, like, the red zone or anything. But they were in some. I think one was in the to push back the field goal to like a 48 yarder, and then that's pretty big. But the other two were on the other side of the 50. But he's got to take these shots, and I think that's kind of a big thing. Really, only took one shot to Ted Ginn, and obviously what didn't work. But and then he also had two shots really to Ted Ginn because he had the one that completed, the one that didn't complete down the field. So look, I just think that if Bridgewater took those shots, or if you just stop dialing up the shots for him, it would be better for this offensive line. I don't think they played bad in this one. They were able to open up the running holes late. That was really good. I think the Saints were able to run the ball, get over 100 yards rushing. That was really good. Four yards of carry, not the worst. So I think, especially late in the game, they were able to open up some holes here. And then the passing, I think they, they did give Bridgewater time for the most part. A few times here and there, but I think overall, a BB plus is fine for their grade. I think overall, they did play very well against a really good defense with the... Jaguars, their front seven is very good. They got they have so much depth. They have Calais Campbell, obviously. Then they have Darius, who's really good. They have Taven Bryant. They have Josh Allen, who made a lot of plays. Miles Jack. All these guys are able to come up, do some really good things. And you have Yannick Njoku, another really good player. So when looking at it here, that's kind of these guys are going to come in here. They were able to not win all the time, but I think the Saints, the, the Saints offensive line played good enough here. You got to look at the other side, the defensive line for the Saints against the Jaguars offensive line. The Saints were able to win that. And the Saints were able to do a really good job and, to me, get Minshew off his foot. Even though they only had two sacks, they were able to get him off his planting feet. And they were able to just do a really good job. I think they could have had a few more sacks that they just didn't get to. But overall, really good play by this um, defensive line. And our offensive line, I think, played fine. Look, was it their best outcome? No. Was it their worst? 
No. I think they played fine. I, again, I just think that I think it was one penalty on McCoy. Also, the Saints stopped the penalties, which was really big, especially on this offensive line. Maybe you take up their grade just for that. I think overall, good game, solid, and just bring it on to the next one. If they're able to play like this against the Bears, you're again, you're fine. I think Bears another really good front seven. If you can do what you did, not they didn't blow up the game. A really good pass rush did not blow up the game. They only had three sacks, and two of them I think were on Bridgewater. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking here. And, um, yeah, I think this offensive line played fine. I think Ramchek played good. Armstead did leave an injury for a little bit, but then came back in, so he was fine. Walford did get beat once for the sack, but, again, it's one play. I, I, again, I just don't think that the Saints offensive line played bad to really warrant, a, like, a big reprimanding. I think they played fine. And I think if they can continue to play like this, maybe a little bit better, we'd be definitely really good there. Before we get over to our defensive line and our whole defense in our group-by-group recap... We are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. And now we are going to talk about grading the Saints defense here as the Saints, I think, did do a really good job on defense. And we're going to start off with our defensive line. I'm going to give them an A. They did only have two sacks, but they were able to get constant pressure on Minshew. The ball was able to come out just a little quicker, and that helped the Saints secondary play a really good game and pitch a shutout with no touchdowns. No shutout, but no touchdowns, I should really say. So I think overall, that was just a really good job by this Saints defensive line. You had, obviously, two sacks from Caroline Jordan. He had a really good game. Davenport had a QB hit. I think he played a really good game. He was able to use that bull rush really well, and I think he was able to definitely get some pressure on him. The Saints were able to get some nice pressures um, from other positions, which were also really good, which we'll get into a little later. But overall, the Saints, to me, were able to just get Minshew off his feet, get him to do different things, and Minshew wasn't able to adjust and make plays. I think that's really what we're coming through here, and a really good job by the Saints defensive line. Moving over to the linebackers, I'm going to give them an A-. Demario Davis, again, played an awesome game, as he always does. He was good in coverage, and he's really picked up the slack from Alex Anzalone in coverage. He's played really well in coverage. you got to give him a lot of credit. He did have that one penalty. It was like a bang-bang play, defenseless receiver, but again, I don't think it was... I mean, look, he's just... I think he was doing his thing, and it wasn't like... It was a little quick, but it was, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and that's tough as a defensive player. And um, he owned up to it, and that's really what is what it is. I think AJ Klein, again, played a really good game. I think he was able to have some nice pressures. He was able to do some really nice things. You definitely see that he's on the field, and he's making plays. I think that's kind of something new that we see out of AJ Klein. I think he's playing really good, like what Demario Davis is doing. I like what AJ Klein's doing. And even you got to give it to Kiko Alonso, who's doing his job. He really is. And look, obviously, he's not the best in coverage, but he's able to be just like a better man Titeo, and that's really good. He's able to make tackles, able to make plays, and able to stop this running game for the Jaguars. He was big into that. Same with AJ Klein. Same with Demario Davis. Overall, these guys did play to me a good game, and they are playing obviously a little shorthanded without Anzalone for the rest of the year. And they've they've been good. They've been really good. They've been able to play complementary ball with the other layers of this defense and be really good. You got to give them a lot of credit there. And then moving over to our secondary, they played outstanding. You got to give it to Lattimore. Has a pick in this game. Able to stop GJ Shark really this whole game. Shark only had three catches for 43 yards. Really nothing in this one on seven targets. They were targeting Lattimore and he was just making plays. (laughs) That's kind of what Lattimore is all about. He did a really good job and he just looks determined and ready to go. A lot like the first year. I really like how Lattimore is playing. He's playing amazing. Eli Apple. 
playing really good. Did he even hear his name be called? I think like once. That's really good. That means he's shutting down. He did good this whole game, and he was able to do a really good job opposite Lattimore. And they were playing. Uh, obviously, the Jaguars were switching in and out, but he wasn't able to. He was able to stop Chris Conley only three targets, and they were all by targeted by Apple. And he was able to do a good job. He got a few times on DJ Shark and a few times on D.D. Westbrook where he gave up a catch. But overall, I think Apple did a really good job in this one. He's coming into his own as well. He's been amazing. you got to give it to him and Lattimore. They've been, I mean, obviously they're not full lockdown, but they've been really, or Apple is, and Lattimore has been, but even Apple, he's played really well, and you got to give him a lot of credit. P.J. Williams from the slot has been amazing. C.J. Gardner-Johnson starting to get more playing time. He's been really good. Had a huge tackle in the beginning of the game to stop them. It was like a third and eight, and he's able to take down a tight end with full steam going forward. Just before the first down, it was a really nice play by Gardner Johnson. You got to give him a lot of credit as well. Von Bell played another really good game. Marcus Williams playing another good game. Two pass defenses, and he's been flying around the field. Same with Von Bell. Overall, really, this secondary group has really came into their own, and they've coming in as maybe they last year they were kind of the Achilles heel of this team. To now, they're one of the huge strengths of this team. Got to give them a lot of credit. That's why they beefed it up. That's why they got a lot of first and second rounders on this team, and. They've been playing outstanding. You gotta give him a lot of credit. And also you gotta give a lot of credit to Dennis Allen, putting him in the right positions to succeed. And overall, really good job from this group here. And that's really just what you want to see. And then special teams and coaching. Special teams, they played really well. Gotta give him an A. Morstead was amazing at always. Six punts, and it was able to get five inside the 20. That's all what you wanted to see. From him for sure. Just for some to compare. Logan Cook had five punts and he only had two in the 20. Just saying. That's how good Morstead is. I mean he's that good. Lutz put the field goals when needed to be. 47 yard field goal and then a chip shot. So he was able to do what he's got to do. He made 34 straight field goals on the road. That's huge. That just shows how clutch he is. When the Saints need him to make field goals. Especially on the road. He's able to kick him right through. Deontay Harris did have a nice punt return. One of them, it was just to get the Saints inside of like their 40, which is really good, especially if they got the field goal out of that drive. Set them up with good field position. Some good special teams tackles by Hardy or just some good special teams play by Hardy. And those guys, they played really good as well. So overall, got to give them a lot of credit. They played really well. And Sean Payton, getting these guys to play again without Drew Brees. To me, he was able to just... Really have a really nice game plan in this one. Same with Dennis Allen. And to me, you got to give them an A. They play really good as well. So that's just what I'm thinking of. They're able to basically outcoach Doug Marone by a big margin, in my opinion. Had some really nice offensive plays dialed up that some succeeded, some didn't. But really nice, clever plays on defense. The Saints had always the right matchups. And that you got to give that to Dennis Allen, who may be looking for a head coaching job at the end of this year to how good he has played to this point. So you got to give him a lot of credit there. But I think that this was a great Saints win and another way the Saints have found to win. And you got to give them a lot of credit where credit is due. So I think that's really big there. So I think that is going to wrap up our podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, this episode, what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion. And then also you can subscribe to anywhere we have our podcast up. And really anywhere you listen to your podcast, we have the podcast on that site. That means Spotify. That means Google Play. That means iTunes. Really any site we are on. So definitely check us out on all those sites. Leave us feedback. Leave us reviews. Leave us questions as well on Twitter. Definitely just tweet us at the Houdat Discussion or at the Houdat Dis, I really should say, and leave your questions. Same with 
Instagram and all of our other platforms. Please do that. Love answering your guys' questions for sure. But overall, really good Saints win. We're going to try to keep that ball rolling against the Bears. It's going to be a tough game. A lot of people don't think the Saints are going to win this one. But again, let's just keep this ball rolling. Let's keep everything going. Let's get another victory. So with all that said, I want to say thank you. Finish the deal. And who dat? Hey, you are safe, you yeah.